Hi, this is Donna Otto, and I am continuing my delightful journey with you here on these podcasts. I am stunned still. After 16 years of podcasting three times a week, someone said to me, don't you ever run out of ideas? <laughs> I thought, I really don't. We do repeat themes and we as a work have always been interested in encouraging women. That's, that's our, we wake up every morning, we figure out what kind of things we can do to encourage women. And then we narrow that vision and mission down to encouraging women, especially young women, to be a woman, a woman of faith, to be a wife, to be a mother, and to be a homemaker. We don't talk as much about homemaking, but as I planned these shows, I was thinking of how essential this work of keeping an orderly home, a stocked home, a prepared home, a pantry that could put together an impromptu meal. Now, you'll love this little story, but I have a 14-year-old grandson who eats his parents out of house and home. And he came to our home just in the last couple of months, and he said, Nana, I'm really glad you have a prepared pantry. I thought to myself, what does he know about a pantry? What does he know about prepared? He was poking fun at me. But his, his reason for being glad that I prepared pantry is that I have craft macaroni and cheese on my shelf. Not, not for me, but for them. And he knows that in 15 minutes he can have a plate of macaroni and cheese whenever he comes to my house because I have a prepared pantry. Okay, I think that's comical myself. But having a prepared home encourages a prepared lifestyle, which encourages a lot more relationship building than rushing off, stopping after school every day to get something from the market, being organized about your menu plans and your marketing things. So today I'm going to devote the entire show to the kitchen because the kitchen is the most complicated place in the house. If you serve three meals a day, that would be 1,095 meals a year times the number of people in your house. Remember my producer who had 13 people in her house and Walt and Val Shepard who had eight children plus the two of them, 10 for every meal times 1,095 and they were at home. Well, that takes an army or it takes a very organized person to cook, to clean, to prepare food, to serve it, to demonstrate a form of serving Jesus as he calls us. When did I do that for you, Lord? When you did it to the least. For every diaper you ever changed, you did it to Jesus. You did it for the least. For every meal you serve, every snack you prepare. Now, the kitchen is not like any other room. It is more complicated. It's a wet room, a dry room, a cold room, a hot room. It has sinks and food and refrigerators, and freezers, and ovens, and stoves, and microwaves. That is not like any other room in the house. Some rooms in the house have no water, nothing hot, nothing cold, nothing wet. Some rooms have wet, hot, and cold water, but no food, no refrigerators, no freezers, no stoves. So this room just 
grab that concept for a minute and accept the fact it's a complicated place. So what can you do to make it a little less complicated? So if I don't get this done in one show, it's okay because I'm determined to get as many of these ideas in your hands. Be prepared in your kitchen. Okay? Get some things that will help you get organized. The first thing I'm going to recommend is very personal. It's for you. Get an apron. Get a heavy-duty, firm apron, long. If it has strings that go all the way around and can tie in front so it's sturdy, get an apron, just one apron. Don't buy one of those cute ones. Buy one that is sturdy and strong and can stand all the leaning against, wiping your hands on, dripping on, and you can do, you can cook in your Sunday clothes if you have a sturdy apron. Get some rubber gloves. Get some rubber gloves for dishes. Get some rubber gloves, the throwaway kind, for limes and chili peppers, for things that are too cold, like mixing a meatloaf together. Get some gloves and have them in the kitchen. Organization is about preparation. So as you organize the kitchen, get some jars, some containers, some Tupperwares, some perfect boxes for storage. Get some trash bags. Get a timer if you don't own a timer. And now they make these wonderful timers. You say you have your phone. Yes, I know that. But I want to tell you that having a timer in the kitchen and leaving your phone someplace else is not a bad idea when you go to the kitchen. It's so easy to get stuck on the phone. And then you wind up putting on the speaker of the phone and the noise from the cooking and the cleaning. So just get in a little habit about and have a timer that has dual timers. So you can time something on the stove and something in the oven. Turntables. I don't care how new or modern or old, turntables will work in your house, no matter how big or how small. Trays. Have a couple of trays in your kitchen that you can carry food, drink, glasses, so you're not making a million trips back and forth to the table especially if you have a dining room where you serve a meal from time to time or you use it regularly, have some trays. A cutting board. And I recommend you have a couple of cutting boards. A, a small cutting board that will just cut a lime or a lemon or one apple. And a big cutting board. I have two of these that they're made like pizza. They have a handle on them. And when my husband and I are making a dish together, and you know, I talked about my husband helping in the kitchen. We have decided that there are some menus, some recipes that we like to make together. Now, what he loves to do most is chop. When I'm ready to make beef bourguignon, boy, do I need him. Ah, uh, there are onions and carrots and potatoes and parsley and garlic. It, it all has to be chopped while I'm browning the meat. So he has this big board and he chops it all and then he brings it over to the stove and we add it to the recipe. Cutting boards. Silverware trays. Very easy to buy these. Very simple. They are mesh or wire so that the junk that does fall through the silverware drawer because people do it, it's easy to pull out and then wipe out your drawer. Cleaning products, have those cleaning products underneath your sink so that you can do the dishes. You have your dishwasher, if you have a dishwasher soap, you have a window cleaner, you have a flat top stove cleaner, whatever you need in your kitchen should be underneath your kitchen sink. 
Then we're going to not talk about how to clean things out because we'll do that when we talk about storage, and that's a storage unit which includes the perfect boxes, taking everything out, three steps, three bags, give away, put away, and throw away. But let's get back to the kitchen. So there's prime time equipment. Do you know the difference between prime time equipment? Prime time equipment is glasses, bowls, cups, dishes, coffee pot, unless you don't drink coffee, that's in front, that's low, that's easy to access. And then there's not prime time equipment. And some of that not prime time equipment is the Thanksgiving platter. It isn't even in your kitchen. It's in your storage system. Not talking about that today, but it doesn't, it doesn't take up any space in your kitchen. But if you have a kitchen that's big enough and you have some shelves that are higher, then not so prime time equipment. Here's one for you. Root beer float glasses. Okay. Our family loves root beer floats. Uh, my grandson's graduation party, what is for dessert, homemade cookies and root beer floats. No cake for us. Well, we have some mugs for root beer floats. Do I make a root beer float every day? While I like to have one every day, I don't. So where do the root beer mugs go, okay? They go on a shelf that's higher, still accessible, but not in the prime time place. Do you have a broken appliance or a broken dish that you keep saying, I'm going to take that over and have it fixed? How long have you been going to do it and you haven't done it? Now is time to get rid of it. Have some place for hanging baskets. If you have a small kitchen and you use baskets or, or aprons, hanging a hook for aprons, have some places that you can hang things. The kitchen towel, it's clean, but it's damp. Have a hook where you can hang it and let it dry. Have a junk drawer. Everybody has a junk drawer, but we're going to organize your junk drawer. But have a junk drawer. And one of the things I really recommend, no matter how big your kitchen is, these wonderful gadget holders right near the stove where there's a wooden spoon and a masher and the things you use, you want, oh, I need this spatula or the spoonchula, they're right there near. And make it cute. It's an easy thing to buy, will last for a long time and make it cute, okay? Remember to use anything that looks like a container to be a container. It just looks like it will hold something. It can be a container and look cute in your kitchen. It can be on the counter. It can be underneath a cabinet. So let's talk about putting things that work together stored together, okay? Cabinets. Get your pots and pans together. Get your baking items together. Get your trays together. Get your silverware together. You have everyday forks and spoons and knives, then you have serving spoons. Get them together. Get your kitchen towels in one drawer. And if you don't have that much storage space, then you need to put towels and mats or, or potholders on the other half of it, get a little divider on it so it's easy for you and your husband, your children to put things back where they got it from. Be logical when you're arranging your kitchen. If your potholders can be close to the stove or the oven, that's a good thing, not next to the dishwasher. If the glasses and the silverware and the plates can be closer to the sink or to the dishwasher, that's a good thing. Uh, make sure that you're logical about it, 
okay? And then in your pantry, especially if you have small children, if you don't have a pantry, a food pantry, and let me just say to you, all of you who are thinking about building a house, are thinking about, we don't need a coat closet anymore because we don't, we live in Arizona, we don't, turn it into a food pantry. It's very inexpensive to do shelves that you can buy from Home Depot for one can only. They, they, apply to the side little walls they're deep shelves rotating turntables again and then make some of the shelves that the children can help you put things away or get for themselves low i remember when our niece and nephews and my daughter was at home we had little cut out pictures of where the vegetables went, where the potato chips went, where the maple syrup went. And they could learn to put it back where they got it from, and they could learn to help me undo the groceries. Let me tell you about the grocery store. Remember I told you I don't like going to the grocery store? David goes more often than I do these days. I don't like it. So when I got to the grocery store, I was very uh, obsessive about making it as simple as possible for me, not for anyone else, but for me. And I would load my cart in the way I was going to unload it when I got home. So the cans were in this corner, and the milk and the dairy was in this corner, the vegetables were in this corner. So when I unloaded it, I asked them to bag them that way, and when I got home, I put it that way. Save me a job that I don't like. So foods that go together should be stored together also. Cereal, soups, vegetables, baking items, okay? Get something that you can put these marvelous little packaged gravies and taco mix and stir-fry sauces. Those little McCormick pat packages that made by lots of other things. You can use one of the berry baskets and it holds it perfectly so they're not slip-sliding, can't find them, get pushed to the back of the cabinet. And then use jars. Um, there are some delightful things you can buy at Bed Bath & Beyond. Use your 20% off. Big jars that you buy with pickles or food ingredients. Wash them, label them, and use them for things like raisin and powdered sugar. Powdered sugar is really hard to buy big containers of because they come in those plastic bags. Oh, I put it all in a, one container. I got a container that held the big one. And now when I make frosting for cookies, it's easy for me to do. And then the same thing with odds and ends. So you have a junk drawer, but you also have an odds and end drawer. What's in the odds and end drawer? Well, your knife sharpener, uh, things you don't use very often, the lime squeezer, the lemon squeezer, things that you use regularly. Again, not prime time, but prime enough that they need to be together. And then let's just talk about the refrigerator. The refrigerator is just a cold storage place. Did you hear that? It, it's just a cold cabinet. It, there's nothing different about the refrigerator. There shouldn't be in your mind. I think we sort of think there is. And I have done this myself, so I know. You sometimes come into the market from the market, and that's all you have time to do is you come in from the market, and you're off. And you take all the stuff, and you just get in the front of the refrigerator and shelf that's possible. That's not the ideal way, but I understand it works. But I want to encourage you that when you get home from the market, well, first of all, we're going to talk about menu planning and marketing, and we're not going to get the kitchen done in one show. I can tell you that for sure. But when you go to the market and have a menu plan, when you get home, try to give yourself at least 30 minutes 
to put things away in their proper places in this cold cabinet called the refrigerator, okay? Before I go to the market, I open the refrigerator because it's like another cabinet. What do I need? How many eggs do I have? How much milk is there? When does the half and half expire? Am I having a party? I'm making my menu plans. I'm making my market list. So when I get home, if there's been something left with aluminum foil and it's gone sour, I clean it out before I go. So when I get home, my refrigerator is ready to receive that stuff. It's just a cold storage place. I have turntables in my refrigerator. I keep a terry towel on all the shelves in my refrigerator. Every shelf has a new terry towel. Why on earth? Well, because about once a month, I just pull them all off and I throw them in the washing machine and I wash them and I put them back on. Cleaning the refrigerator was absolutely changed when I started to do that. Taking everything off and wiping it all on the shelves, this is so much easier. Ziploc bags so I can see. I remember starting Ziploc bags for the children. When I wanted them to come home from school, what's the first thing they open the refrigerator and find out what they can eat? And so I had vegetables and good things for them to eat, Ziploc bags, so people could see it. Um, I had for a while a little tension rod in the back of the big shelf in my refrigerator and it had little clothespins that held snacks when I was trying to train the children what they could and could not have. I have a big yellow Tupperware bowl. That bowl must be 35 years old. And when David and I are, especially in the summertime, eating more salads, I still do this. But I used to do it when the family was big and we had salad every night. When I came home from the market, I washed and dried that lettuce and sliced it and put it in that big Tupperware bowl. And when we had to make a salad, we just took handfuls of it out and put it in there. The coolest places in the refrigerator is where your meat and cheese should be. Eggs, buy eggs when they're on sale. But remember to rotate them. Just turn them upside down if you have them in there for longer than a couple of weeks. Doors with water dispensers, they're not my favorite things, but remember to keep something that helps the calcium deposit. The cheapest refrigerator freezer to operate is a bottom freezer with a top refrigerator and one door. You just look at all your energy numbers and they'll, they'll agree with that. And then lastly for today is the freezer. If you have a separate freezer, bravo, I know how much you love it as I love it. I think my two most favorite tools in the kitchen are the garbage disposal and the freezer. Why? Because the freezer is a place where I can buy more at one time if it's on sale. I have it organized. My girlfriend used to say it looked like a medical supply cabinet because I would wrap them in that white freezer paper if I bought something that was going to be in there for several months. I stored them together. All the beef is together. The chicken is together. The cheese is together. The candy is together. The bread is together. The candles are together. The chips are together. The ice cream is together. Donna, do you have all those things in your freezer? I do, but I have a separate freezer. I think it is the most money-saving thing you can buy. Label the Ziploc bag if you're putting away beef stew, spaghetti gravy, chili, because once they're frozen, they all look like some brown ucky thing and you don't know what it is. Label what's inside of it and write the date on it. Great place to store things like batteries, nuts, popcorn, cookies, potato chips. 
All of it will fit in your freezer and you'll have a ready frozen pantry to have snacks and whenever you need a candle to light it. Well, I barely touched the kitchen. I know, I told you it was a complicated room. But we're stopping for today. We'll pick up with talking about the stove and ovens and cleaning and menu planning and marketing. Seriously, the most important place for making yourself and your kitchen fit and for making your budget work. We're modern homemakers, and we're glad to be so. We have lots of resources on our website, including the book that I wrote some years ago on organization, The Secrets to Getting More Done in Less Time. We have a great video called The Power of the Table. It talks about the psychology, sociology, and spirituality of the importance of eating at a table. The statistics continue to go down of people who do not sit at a table. They eat standing up, they eat one-on-one. There is a great power in the table. You might like to look at that as you're arranging and rearranging your kitchen. Remember, the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make it a very uncommon day in making your kitchen orderly. 